You're listening to The Lively Show, episode 326. Welcome to The Lively Show. I'm your host, Jess Lively, and this podcast is designed to uplift, inspire, and add a little extra presence to your everyday. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you so much, as always, for listening. Today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is my number one recommended site if you are working with a team especially or you're just getting started out on your own type of website and want to get something professionally done that is very easy to update as you go or if you have a team working on the project all at one time. Here at Team Lively, we have just launched our livelycommunityfoundation.org website. So if you wanna go check it out, please go over and see all the things we're doing with the Emotional Wellbeing Brigade and so much more. But also you can see what we've done as a team. We've worked with a graphic designer and with our foundation director and myself. So it's been a little bit of a trio going on and we've been all able to do what we need to do for this site by picking a beautiful, simple template with Squarespace and then having everyone go in to do the pieces that they need to do. It's so easy that everyone can enjoy it and no one has to be a super whiz when it comes to tech and all of that sort of thing. So please feel free to try this out if you wanna see if you enjoy it as much as we do here at Team Lively. And of course, go over to squarespace.com lively for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code lively to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Hope you guys love it as much as we do here. And again, go over and see our own sample of our own Squarespace site if you're curious at the livelycommunityfoundation.org. Okay, guys, one of the most essential pieces when it comes to consciousness and flowing through and applying this to your everyday life is knowing when you're taking an action from the mind and when you're doing what Abraham Hicks calls an inspired action, when your intuition is leading you to something and when your mind is leading you to something. So when you're thinking you should do something versus when it's truly the inspired time to act. That is a differentiating point that is very important when it comes to what actions you're gonna take or when to take them because when you come from the intuition and the alignment of that place within yourself, the results can be so much more powerful and beneficial to you and leveraged. You can be more effective in the actions you take and you may have to take far less to get amplified results. I've been practicing this and you guys have heard me on many shows, hundreds of shows here on The Lively Show at this point in the last three and a half, four years talking on this subject. But it's still something that I think people can struggle with is when to take action and actually how to do this, especially in a work day. So I thought I would share something and I have hesitated to get into really detailed things like, you know, you know how people used to say, it's like, what does he eat for breakfast? Like Michael Jordan or someone at the top of their game in any way. Like, I don't think that when Mozart went to bed or what Michael Jordan ate for breakfast or any of that stuff or what Jess does for alignment has anything to do with anything. Michael Jordan's breakfast didn't make Michael Jordan Michael Jordan. Mozart's bedtime didn't make Mozart amazing at music. And what makes me happy does not need to be the same thing that makes you happy and aligned for your life. So I do kind of hesitate to share any type of personal practice for myself because I don't want your mind, the mind loves that stuff. It loves to recreate and repeat what it's seen other people do. It's like a little cog in a machine and it just wants to be kind of like school is often an industrialized concept as traditional schooling in the last, like since World War II, if you've read any of those education books, they talk about the similarities between education and the industrialization of our society. 
The mind loves that stuff. It loves to be another cog that's going to produce a similar thing. And of course, I rail against that in the sense of your intuition's going to guide you to the aligning thing for you and your life and your own consciousness will be a unique expression of consciousness among reality. So there's never going to be another Jess Lively. There's never going to be another Michael Jordan. There's never going to be another Joe Ramore. Like there's never going to be another Joe anyone. There's never going to be another person that is exactly the same as you. So why would we ever think that consciousness would need to take the same path as someone else to create a unique result that's right for you? Now, all of that said, so normally I don't want to get into things that I do that are aligning because they're aligning for me just because they're aligning for me. And that's why you should do the things that you love. Everyone that's listened to Flow With Intention knows I, for example, like to eat chocolate for breakfast. It doesn't mean that I always still do have chocolate for breakfast, but it was something that I found aligning for many years. And I still would dip into chocolate for breakfast if I felt like it now. So, and even that, it didn't stay stuck. I don't even eat chocolate for breakfast anymore, you guys. Like I could still do it tomorrow, but it doesn't need to be a part of my life. And it hasn't been for a little while, but for several years it was. So it was just aligning for the time. So this is kind of why habits and rituals and routines to me don't really mean anything. And I don't like to talk about them. But one of the things I'm gonna share here, I'm gonna level with you, I'm gonna let you in. It's not a secret. It's just, I don't want the minds to latch on to the concept and then think that it's going to be the secret be all end all to your life or that you always have to do this the rest of your life or that you should even try this once in your life. I don't know. But I'm just going to explain this in case it's useful if your intuition, and please check in with your intuition if it wants to do this, for you to try. Because what I was thinking about was how do you know if you haven't spent as much time as I have over the years obsessed with this content in work to know when it's time to act? How do you develop that spidey sense of inspired action? Now, Abraham, if you've ever heard Abraham's recent material on YouTube, for example, or gone to a line of event talks about the importance of meditation and how powerful meditation is to quiet the thinking mental thoughts. And when you quiet the thoughts, then your mind lets go. And when the mind lets go, then your intuition can feed you inspired thoughts, inspired actions. And you can go do those things and awesome stuff results because of the thoughts that occur and come into your mind that your intuition and inner voice give you, not your mind. Now that's great and go do that. And by all means, that's a wonderful practice. I don't personally choose to do that in any formal setting, though you obviously could if you wanted to and that was aligning for you. But what I am gonna share and I haven't really talked much about, just in case your intuition feels like it's a fit and you want to, it can be an interesting tool and just only, again, as always, only do this, you guys, if it feels aligning for you. Don't do it because I do it. Sometimes I may never do this forever. So it's just something I've been doing and it's been helpful and aligning for now, just for right now. And it could be something you can use to develop that spidey sense of inspired action. So for that reason, I'm going to share. What I've been doing, and it's kind of evolved over the last half a year, thereabouts, is inspired rampages of appreciation. Now, rampages of appreciation, what is that? I've talked about it a bit before. You can hear Abraham speak about it. The phrase comes from them. But what I literally do is I have a Word document that's probably 7 million pages long on my computer. Now, you don't have to even save this. For some reason, it is saved. It truly doesn't have to be saved. But I just have a Word doc, and in it, I write things I appreciate down. You all hear about the gratitude journals and all that kind of stuff. Well, I have a lot of freedom of time and I like to align and I don't just want to meditate all of the time. 
So one of the things that I stumbled into as I stopped reading book upon book upon book all of the time like I did for years in the past, in the past, I used to read five to six hours a day, five to six days a week, because while I was traveling alone all the time, I had time to read and I had time to take notes. And if you remember me from those eras, you've remembered all the pictures of markers and notes and notepads and notebooks from all of those years on Instagram. I shared it all the time. That was aligning for me. And then last year, I didn't read one book other than The Power of Now, which I reread a few times. And that was it. I didn't read any other books, never felt the need, never felt the call, never felt the intuitive nudge, which was totally fine, especially after three years of reading so much stuff. So that was great. But then I had all this time and I didn't have the reading to be aligning. So I started doing Rampages of Appreciation again. In the past, I used to do it because I was like obsessed in the mind era of manifesting. I wanted to manifest with the law of attraction and the Abraham work, but I wanted to do it with the mind's decisions. And then eventually I hit a wall, which you guys remember through the show, where I wanted to go beyond the mind. And then I didn't do any of this stuff, but I did start bringing the appreciation back. In the past, I used to do it to try to ramp up my emotion as high as possible. And it did sometimes work. And sometimes even still, I get a little bit of a buzz. But actually in the hot seat with Abraham on the Alaskan cruise last year, I asked them, you know, what do we do? It's just mental thoughts are mostly in the way. They mostly have resistance. So, I mean, we're stuck with this mind that's chattering at us all the time. And they said, you know, having no thought is one thing, but being in a state of appreciation is even better. And I remembered that. And I remember in the hot seat, I was like, oh yeah. And so it wasn't exactly just because of that, but it did probably plant the seed a bit more to the appreciation mode of things, not just the silence of meditation mode of things. So while I was at coffee shops traveling the world in the last six or so months, I started doing rampages of appreciation from the beyond the mind aspect. In that, what I mean is I would write things down that I appreciate, but I wasn't attached to trying to get any specific emotional outcome out of it. It truly was just a way of spending the time that my mind was going to use in some form or fashion because I wasn't meditating at the cafe, (laughs) sitting there with my eyes closed, having no thoughts. But I was alone at a cafe, didn't feel like reading or writing. So I started writing things that I appreciated. That's where it started. And sometimes I would get a bit of a high, not gonna lie, just like coffee doesn't typically wake me up and I don't need it or feel any negative effects if I don't have it. But if I'm around a cafe, I like to have two lattes. That's just something I enjoy. The rampage is kind of the same. If I happen to be around, if I happen to have the time, I enjoy it, but I don't require it in my life to live happily. But when I do it sometimes just like caffeine, I do notice a bit of a buzz emotionally. But I know that it's not required and it's not necessary, but at least it gives my mind a bit of something to do. Now, that's where it all started, but what I've noticed that had unfolded in the time that I've been doing it is this. So I go to the cafe typically with this idea that I'm just gonna rampage appreciation. And now, if you're asking, what does that mean, Jess? You can do this however it feels good to you. For me, I just do, I appreciate the latte I'm drinking right now, exclamation point. Then I do another line and I say, I appreciate my nail color right now. I love this new nail color. I just got this white with this little pink. It's pretty. I appreciate the blessings did that for me. I appreciate the Levi's I'm wearing. I love them. (laughs) I don't even say I love them. I would just say I appreciate my Levi's. I appreciate how cute this white linen shirt is. I appreciate that cat Lulu on Instagram. I appreciate the sunshine right now and how warm it is outside. I'll just rampage and write down thing after thing after thing. And yes, I write, I appreciate. And then I put an exclamation point at the end of the sentence every single time. And I just do it on anything that comes to my mind that I want or feel like appreciating. 
and I can do this for hours. <laughs> this is not like five things or 10 things. This is hours upon hours of things. And like I said, sometimes I get that little emotional boost, which is nice, but again, not required. And there's no real aim in this other than it's something rather enjoyable that I like to do at the coffee shop. It gives me a sense of focus in the mind in some way and gives me something to do while I'm drinking those lattes or having that lunch or breakfast wherever I am. Usually I'm by myself when I'm doing this. And even I can do this at WeWork though, it doesn't really matter where I'm doing it. But what I started to notice, and this is why I'm gonna share this with you, is not because this is gonna make you some superhuman or you're not gonna be better because of this. You don't have to get a star in your chart for doing it. It's just something I do because it's something to do that's not reading or, or writing or meditating. But what I find is that ideas will come to me, just like Abraham said you can do with meditating. So the inspiration to check an email might occur to me while I'm rampaging appreciation. So like, I don't know, while I'm on spot 20 in the list, the idea to go on to my email and answer a few emails may come to me. So I'll go do them and then I'll come back to the Word document. So I keep the Word document open. Most of the time I'm at the cafe, but then as I'm doing that, sometimes I'll get the inspiration to check Instagram or I'll rampage appreciation and then I'll feel like, ordering another latte. And then I'll rampage appreciation and I'll think, oh, I should text that person. So I text the person. Or I get the impulse to call my friend Eileen. So I call Eileen. Again, I'm weaving in between rampage appreciation and then the impulse or urge to do something like I described. Or maybe it's to go check an invoice or send an invoice, then rampage appreciation. And then maybe it is to go send my accountant a question and then rampage appreciation. And do you see how over the hours that I'm at the cafe, other things happen too. So as I do the appreciation, my mind will do it and do it and do it. And then the idea or impulse will occur to me to do something else. But I'm doing it from this pretty neutral to positive state. It doesn't have to be this huge alignment of like level 1 million like I used to try to get to before, but it's just kind of in a state of loose focus in a slightly positive direction of appreciation other ideas occur to me and then I go act on those ideas and then I come back to the document. So it kind of has become this new, you could call it a way of working, but I really, that's a loose term at best because it could also be Instagram. It could be calling someone. It could be texting someone. It could be, you know, looking at social media. It could be buying a candle online or something. It could be buying a plane ticket somewhere that I need to go next. You know, it could be other types of things. It doesn't have to just be work, but it can include work. So what I find is that these impulses show up and then eventually even the impulse, I started noticing this first, was the impulse to stop doing the appreciation, waiting till the feeling of stopping came. So not even mentally deciding when that should be, but letting that also be an impulse itself. So that's where I'm thinking this could be useful for you guys. If you choose to try it, it could also be really cool because I was telling my friend Eileen on the phone about this today. For those that have a job at an office, you may not be able to sit at your chair and literally close your eyes and have the people in the rest of your office or cubicles <laughs> looking at you going, what are you doing? That might be a bit weird socially at the job. So what you could do is be on your computer and what you can do is type. And if no one can see your screen or no one's really paying that close of attention, or you could even do this in an email to yourself, I don't know, right? You could just have it, an email open, <laughs> just look like you're constantly writing emails, but you could try this type of thing or adapt it to however it could work best for you. But the idea here is to see 
when you feel, when you feel the impulse, when the idea occurs to you to go and do something new and then come back to the appreciation and then then a new idea comes because what it's showing you is the divine time and impulse, the, the inner voice intuition impulse to do something different. So see if you feel, if you, and only if you feel like trying this, see if you can start to notice that urge, that itch, that like, oh, I should go do this now. When you notice those things, notice how they feel and how they come to you. Of course, the rampage of appreciation, you can keep doing this as a workflow if you'd like to, or you could just use it to hone in on the impulse of when to stop doing the rampage and also when to do something different throughout the rampage itself. So that could be a way to hone the sense. And then when you're, let's say, walking to a cafe and an impulse comes to you, you'll know it'll feel rather often similar to how it feels during the rampage. Again, it's more about honing the sense of when to take an inspired action than it is about how many things you write down. I have never tracked how many things I write. It's truly just a joyful thing to do, just like chocolate in the morning. But it's something that's also evolved into this method of getting other things done, but it's only because it came out of it naturally, just because my mind wasn't fully engaged in full alignment just to writing Rampage of Appreciation. Now, in the beginning, though, I didn't really interrupt the Rampage. It usually would be an hour or two or whatever I felt like doing, and it wouldn't have the interruptions to do the other things. But as I've gotten acclimated to it and it's evolved, now those other impulses happen. And so at this stage, I can't even really imagine doing anything you quote unquote call work in terms of sitting on your desk in any admin or email sense of things. I can't really imagine doing that without the rampage first. And like, it's always interesting because then the impulse occurs to me to check the email. It's not like I need to go into the email right away. It just happens at some point in the rampage I notice now. So anyways, yeah, see if this works for you. Enjoy it. Let it go if it doesn't. You never, ever, 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 ever have to do this. <laughs> you will become enlightened no matter what at some point in some life. So don't worry. It's not required, but it is an option if it feels appealing. And like I said, most importantly and specifically, I think it's really nice to notice when you notice the urge arrive to do something different that feels good in the moment and then go do that thing. That's that honing, that's that inspired action, that's different than the mental to-do list. The old way I used to muggle through and mentalize my workday was to have a to-do list and to have a productivity planner of some sort and to write down all the things I had to do and then try to go do all those things in some form or fashion, some order that made sense to my mind. Then I would just go down the list of things to do or skip around it, whatever. (laughs) Now I don't even have a list really. Usually I don't have a list of anything. I just do the things that occur to me through this impulse. And even like yesterday I was, I wasn't doing the rampage, but I was on my phone, on the couch, I don't know, watching something. And then all of a sudden the impulse occurred to me to go for some reason onto my Chase banking app. Then it occurred to me while I was on it, for whatever reason, these impulse to impulse to impulse occurred to go, oh my gosh, it's almost the end of the month. I should set up all the payments for my credit cards to be paid before the end of the month. And so I set all that up, but I didn't even have to put that on a to-do list. It actually just occurred to me naturally and in a perfectly appropriate time that worked out to be before it was overdue, but my mind never had to think, plot, or plan, or write it on a to-do list. So really, you might actually notice that life kind of sorts itself out for you from these impulses without so much to-doing and listing and all that kind of stuff. 
So see if you enjoy it. And I'm kind of curious. If you enjoy it, let me know. I'm over on Instagram at Jess C as in Cookie Lively. And until next week, may something wonderful happen to you today. Thank you.